you hunt? No, I was kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> stop copying me. Stop copying me. <laughs> so much like all the episodes of ours, this episode opens just straight for bonkers. You have the showdown between uh, Bogotan and um, Casca versus uh, Boba. Oh, the rescue. We're on yeah. the rescue. And yep. Mando. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, Axe Wolves. Where the hell hold is up, he? Hold up. Actually. You're skipping ahead. Uh, uh-huh. The pre the pre uh, uh, title card is them. Uh, uh, oh yeah, capturing the Lambda they're, shuttle. They're, yeah, they're, they're capturing they're, the cloner. They're they're getting the scientists. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that basically they can capture the ship and use it later and right. use him for later. And also yeah, have guys. that great scene where Kara just shoots a guy in the face. Yes. Yeah. Dude, that guy is so damn slimy. Again, rewatching it. Right? Did you notice in the? F- I think it's the first season where they come back. For when he comes back for the child after he gives him up, the and he's killed, guys. Yeah, well, he's killed. No, no, no. He's killed everybody, oh. and that guy's there, and he goes, "Don't hurt him. He's just a child." Like after you just stole him and stole his blood. The cloner. From, yeah, yeah, the cloner guy. Yeah. yeah, he's such a slime ball. I love it. I love how just greasy he is. Yeah, he's needed, but he's like just. Dirt oh bag. yeah, dude, playing playing both sides against yeah. the middle every time. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the uh, the, the pilot for the Lambda shuttle. No, I'm talking about the. Not, I'm talking about the guy that they have, the the stupid cloner guy who he's just a sycophant to everybody oh, yeah. around him. Oh, he's so gross. I, th- I love it. I think he's gross, but I also I think he genuinely doesn't want the child to like get killed either. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But that's like this. That's like being Joseph Mengele's understudies, right? And that's it's fair. he's like, oh, I don't want him to get hurt. Like you're sewing their arms on other people's bodies. Like you know they're. <laughs> but we dying. have to know if it works. Exactly. No. Exactly. As we were talking, uh, we're seeing a still pause of um, Grogu with handcuffs on, looking at Dindin Jaren and uh, Moff Gideon. Dude, handcuffs. You've got the subtitles on earlier. The subtitles right before this. Yeah. Just said. Cooing when he was talking. <laughs> I, cooing, just, cooing. I just wanted to know the designer who made the tiny, tiny handcuffs. Like, <laughs> why do we need to make these? Just in case. Okay. We've got every other size, dude. We've got oh, yeah. giant for Chewbacca. We don't capture children. Vader murders children. Why would we need tiny handcuffs? He's like, you don't know what Vader might do in the future. <laughs> I do like the uh, uh, the details that are like the more like this is a universe of things, and Star Wars just has a lot of like little details like this. But I really like the detail of like. Oh, Cara Dune's, like, teardrop is yeah. specifically uh, acknowledging the fact that she's from Alderaan. Yeah. Like, that's that's a really... Oh, I thought it was because she was detail. in the crypts. She's uh, not in the crypts? Well, like, I thought it... Uh, no, but... <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just saying that, like, Space giving crypts. it the explanation that's of, like... That's so cool. That's a really, like, oh, yeah, no, I know you're from Alderaan because you yeah. have the teardrop. Well, Dude, that's why I like, love... And they say it, like, it's not like a, as you know, right. all Alderaanians who lived... Got a tattoo. It's right. like it's just part of the dialogue. They're all rappers. The they like that tattooed teardrop. Well, yeah. that's why I love Favreau, and I wish well, she Favreau... was a dropper. It could have been her first kill. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Which would have made sense in like the human being yeah. real world. Uh, I just I think that's why Favreau is so good at this, and that's what like a really good showrunner can do is just throw in those tiny little details that are like. They're Callbacks, like, fan service. Yeah, it's it, it's little <laughs> Easter eggs for the hardcore that, fans. That guy, I don't know if you guys know this, but that actor was the guy from Clerks. No, <laughs> no but previously like, you killed millions on the Death Star. It was Bill Burr, like head to head with Cara Dune, talking about the whole like thing between the Death Star and Alderaan. Right? It's like how many people died on that thing? How many people died on this thing? Right? It's like yeah. fuck, we're both bad people. Whatever. Right. Uh, speaking of which, one detail we forgot about the previous episode is the fucking Boba Fett paint job. Yeah. I fucking was like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, he cleaned up that armor. Just polished it, man. 
<laughs> and repainted. I feel, like repainted that. I feel like one detail in Star Wars is that even when you're in hyperspace, it's those are long flights. What else are you gonna do? I, you polish your yeah, armor. Yeah. You you're reading uh yes. you're reading that book right now. Yep. And one of the details in it is a couple of times they specifically reference how long a trip is. Yeah. Luke at one point makes a comment about like, oh, this trip is gonna be six days back in hyperspace to Coruscant. Yep. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, that's from Dagobah, time. right? Uh, something or no, like that. Something like that. I don't remember. But he he specifically makes reference to how long a trip is. Right. So be. six days at light speed travel, or Ugh. I guess well, hyperspace is near hy- light speed. Hy- hyperspace, I think, is like between space. It's but, right. not really light speed. Right. You yeah. open up a wormhole or whatever. Yeah. Wait, but is he in his X-wing the whole time? Because you can't yes. like walk around and yes. <laughs> stretch your yes. legs. You're just sitting. Yeah, the you're whole in, time. the comment made you're is like that he. F- the F- comment F- made is that he's like he's like using Jedi trances to like kind of oh, zone out. Yeah. Think about sitting in an f-15 cockpit for six days <laughs> just like i'm like i don't even like sitting in my car for longer than two hours <laughs> and then you have r2 is like your amazon echo is like r2 play michael buble but also oh, he's like a cussing robot like he constantly <laughs> is just like fuck it, fuck, 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 fuck. and he's got like a little display in front of him showing that shit it's like after a while you're like r2 like Watch i can't your mouth r2 i can't listen to you R2's anymore like, no i'm not playing that fucking podcast again. r2 God, you damn. cannot speak this way around leia's children those are my nieces and nephews <laughs> Archie's just like can't be beep, boop, I don't beep. know. Have you ever thought about how Alderaan did deserve it? <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, fuck R2. You can't say oh that. Oh my god, can we you make know. that edit where we where we do subtitles for R2 and it's all just horrible <laughs> shit? It's just like incredibly you know like, alt, alt, gets really angsty. political spectrum type shit. Have you ever noticed how all the bankers look alike? <laughs> You know though he he's only angsty if he hasn't banged a doorway in a while. You ever notice how the banker clan uh, folks all have huge noses? <laughs> <laughs> we are not racist on this podcast, <laughs> listeners. We just pretend to be for the lulls. Oh shit, we're all right. God damn it. So so uh, so so libertarian. So Mando Same. Boba go to the bar, approach Bogotan and and Casca, which there's no uh, no axe wolves by the way. Uh, whatever the hell happened to him? Bathroom, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's pissing in a dark trooper somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, that portion is allowed for everybody. The the Empire is like, no, we know you need to use him. You, yeah, feel free. But the shit talk between Bogotan and Boba is so good, right? Of like the whole like, oh yeah, we well, are a fucking clone. Oh. Watch your mouth, princess. I heard many voices like yours. Like, whoa. You're kind of mean. And my voice may be the last one you hear. It's true, though. Yeah. Yeah. You you think I wanted to be a clone? Like, I just exist. It's a great detail. It's a great detail. It works so much better because they got the same actor who played Jango Fett. Yes. It's so good. So there's a showdown, and then ma- awesome. and then my girl That's Sasha Banks has a fucking tornado DDT on fucking Boba Fett. Yes, <laughs> yes. the jetpack. Love the wrestling moves, so much fun. <laughs> See, that one's an Easter egg for people like you who yeah. are big, like people who don't watch WWE don't know what's going on. Like right. me. Yeah, that's a WWE move. If you if you wonder, why are they doing these weird rolly slams? Because that girl is in the WWE. she does it like three she times. she knows how to do them. Yeah. And then the fucking flamethrower gets like, all right, that's enough. It's enough. We get it. We all have flamethrowers. No one's... We're all so cool. All right, everyone, put your knee guns away. So, so, so basically, she's kind of like, eh, I don't want to get involved. And he's like, I have the coordinates. Moff Gideon. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm in. So, uh, did you notice that they also, so, like I said, I rewatched this right before we came over here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this this scene also kind of establishes, I think, what the next season is going to be about because it basically is Mando promising to like yeah. help her win back Mandalore. Yeah, he was like, he was like, as long as we get the child, I'll do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I just want so Grogu back. We're set up. Yeah, we're set up for the third season. Yeah, I would love to see Mando just full on battle, like <sighs> leading a squad. Every weapon is disposable, fully loaded. Let's go. No way he should be directly immediately in charge of people. He's got to he's got to earn that a little bit. I mean, he's going to evolve, I think. I yeah. Mean, okay, he, that's fair. He's that's already fair. evolved yeah. in general, right? Like he's evolving through the whole season of like letting go of the child of the watch programming I mean, he's been in. I mean, I get this, by the end of this season, he's in charge of like uh, kind of a platoon of people. A little yeah. Can you imagine how dangerous that squad is? Him, we two snipers, and Boba? They fucking took over an entire Imperial yes. cruiser. Yeah. It was like yeah. several dozen and stormtroopers. Can I say this? So, they, they took out... Well, they didn't take out... Never mind. So, so I'll say this. So they, 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 they come up with a brilliant plan to attack the, uh, the, the, the Imperial ship that Gideon's on, the cruiser, they call it. And the plan is they take the ship that they abducted the, in the very beginning with the scientists... They get, they basically act like they're part of this crew who's getting attacked by Slave One. They need to emergency launch into the launch pad of the fucking cruiser in order to keep other ships from coming in to save, like, uh, what is it called, like a backup, like a cavalry kind of thing. And then Boba just disappears from that point on after, you know, making it look good, quote unquote. So then from there, I mean, they just raid the place and and, and Din just kind of goes in the shadows to go rescue Grogu as the plan is. I'll say this, this is the point I was going to make. The next part where the ladies fucking, you know, Bo-Katan, her buddy, Kara, and Finnick, straight up badasses. Endgame is still one of my favorite movies of all time. Marvel Endgame. But one yeah. of the things about Endgames that I really just pander and hate is the whole, like, is Avengers the whole ladies. thing? The writing, the acting, and the storyline? No, I was oh, okay. like, no, the rest of the movie is pretty good, Caleb. <laughs> the, the, specifically the ladies you part where they're like... Are things that are good. Was like, don't worry, she's got backup. And it's, it's like all the ladies like lined up. I'm just like, ah, I, like I get it, it's cool, but it's like, God, it's so forced on your throat. It, it, it's a moment of, of uh, it feels pandery because it, it doesn't feel earned in any particular way. Whereas like in this... This is fucking earned. In this show, you don't even notice initially that nope. like there's an entire... It's it's all female crew yeah. going up to the bridge and like killing half the ship until you suddenly you're like oh right oh yeah this there's like it it, it feels right because it, the characters all it all makes sense they they yeah. earn their roles Bo-Katan especially because she's been doing this shit for like twelve something years she earned her batters and now she gets to be on live camera you got uh I keep calling her name different things but Sasha Banks basically that scene where they're like on the She's bridge so sick dude I love Sasha Banks and they Banks. like drop off the bridge but then they come back up to shoot the back of the yeah, that's pretty fun, like yeah. sneaking up on I was like that's fucking cool like yeah. Finnick earned her role and it, she's gonna be in the, the book of Boba Fett which we'll talk to in a little bit here this all makes sense in the story it makes sense for all the characters yes it's naturally made sense I, I thought I, I did find it funny though that it was like uh, in or, or like in a, in a fun like Oh, uh, reversed of the role, like what the traditional roles would be is yeah. like. Oh, yeah, the, the the all girl team is like fucking shit up, and then the one the single dad is going after the kid. right. Yeah, exactly. That's great. No, that's I loved good. it. They're the they're the shock and awe, and he's kind of like the secret sneaky guy, which is cool. Yeah. So as we're saying that, we're watching the scene right now where. <gasps> Uh, Gideon makes that. Oh, I mean, man. and John Carlos is so good. I actually believed him for a split second. He's like, 
I have what I want. Yeah, I have what I want. You can take it. Take them. the kid. Just don't ever talk to me ever again. Don't a, talk to me ever again. I have a chicken shack. Go on. And I sell meth out of it. <laughs> Do you want any meth? Mando, I just want you to know, I feel like you'd be a greater fighter I, if you were high on meth. You know, you know what was interesting is that uh, when we were watching this episode the first time, Lauren goes, why are they explaining the plan right now? Like, what is this scene for? Just what they do. And I said, and I literally said, I said, so that we can see how poorly, how bad it goes when it all fucks up. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't. No, because okay. the, yeah. the plan goes exactly the way they say, minus maybe this part with Gideon actually kind of being there to, like, stop him from taking the kid off. He should have right. stabbed him right here, right through the, the throat. throat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, the bo- yeah, he doesn't kill Gideon. Right. Mando's code, I get his code, but sometimes it's a little weird. Like, he'll well, just Kara, kill Randos. Kara asked for him to come alive because he has so much information to take down the rest of the Empire. That, that was right. the one thing. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. It's a, it's a good reason. But that's but why Bo's like Has pissed. Mando ever cared about anything like that before? Uh. Bo-Katan's the, face, though, when he walks in holding the, Darth, the Darth, Darth, Darth Saber. And she's like, fuck! He didn't need it lit like that either. He's just yeah. doing it. <laughs> need it. He, he, you know what it is? It, but it looks so cool. He yeah. just left it lit. And he didn't know how to turn it off. <laughs> He's you like, know, are there, like, where's the button? I don't know where to do with this. Or as Larry said, it looks like a sex oh, toy. No, I did say that in our text machine earlier. <laughs> it looks legitimately, when it's turned off and turned around, it looks like a fucking sex rabbit. It looks like a rabbit oh, toy. Because so it looks like it has a tip to like oh, yeah, vibrate right against. Mm. But I love <laughs> anyway, I'm getting Sackoff's some insight like into the bedroom. <laughs> escapades in the oh, I'm already talking about hentai household. what do you think Lauren and I watch you can watch, watch hentai and rub each other with <laughs> lightsabers what do you do it's a lot the of fun. Same, but we don't use lightsabers. We use Star Wars, or I mean, we use uh, Harry Potter stuff. Oh, okay. Wands. Zoe's a big Harry Potter person. Right, right. Ron Weasley. I wear a figure. robe and put on red hair. <laughs> I'm Hagrid. I, was gonna... I hate spiders. <laughs> so can I tell you guys, Zoe's actual crush is Neville Longbottom. Like, wait, wait, wait. Old Pre- Neville? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fat Neville or Thin Neville? Which Look one? at me. It's obviously Fat Neville. <laughs> So Bo-Katan's face the entire time they're on the the bridge, her like just that deep breathing. I fucking hate what's going on here. I'm so uncomfortable. And then the brilliance of Jean-Claude Espinito again, shit talking this whole thing to break it down. Like no no no, I, she's not gonna take it. She's going to have I, to fight you, and she I, will fight you. I really like that Mando the the whole time. He's just holding out the dark. He's like just fucking take it. I don't I, fucking want look, it. We're all gonna not say I don't, shit. Okay? I don't care. Like we will all lie. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know. So if I'm in this room, if Caleb is in this room, Caleb turns and very loudly says, Wow, Boca, it's so cool how you beat Mando like that and stole the Darksaber from him after saving his life. Oh, weird that he's going to lie about it. Fuck him. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, only you one just, of them. You just let it happen as a group. You just collectively decide. The majority of the team will not see Bo Katan ever again. Just it's keep just, his squad it's just together. the one person, Sasha Banks, like, eh, it's fine. Whatever. I do really like that. Um, there's like that. Uh, one of our friends uh, texted me this this meme earlier. And it was just like it, it was that meme of like the which button do like which button do I push? Yeah. It's like the guy wiping his head with sweat. <laughs> and it was just uh, and it was Bo-Katan being like uh, uh, fucking with this guy because he's in a cult and won't take off his helmet versus won't take the fucking sword even though he's <laughs> handing it to me. <laughs> so earlier uh, before the bridge scene here. We forgot to mention that Mando uh, fights one dark trooper. He gets his ass handed to him. Yeah, barely beats him, stabbing him through the neck with a fucking best car. And then Brantley just launches the rest of him into space through the fucking uh, back 
cargo bay door all, or whatever. All I could think during that was like, man, it's a really good thing Oberyn is wearing a helmet this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was getting drilled in the He was just like getting helmet. shoved into the fucking yeah. wall. And you're like, oh, oh God. God. The headache he I had. raped her. I killed her. I killed her children. <laughs> They go, oh my god. And it looked like this, and I poked your eyes out. Ah! Half Thor Bjornsson is actually in the suit. <laughs> uh. Dude, these things look like fucking Terminator Darth Vader. These they are do. They're so cool. Terrifying. So their line is so great of like, beep, 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 something's approaching. How many life forms? None. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, fuck, they came back. Oh, that's right, because you just shoved them in space. Of course they have jetpacks. Yeah. <laughs> like, Everybody's what? got a jetpack now, also, dude. Like, they old would, news. They should have flown quicker back than they did to give all that time to lose against They had Peter. to find it. <laughs> Guys, good uh, Luke Skywalker. Bad. Uh, uh, I don't know, Luke Skywalker with his legs cut off. So Amazing. Luke Skywalker with a jetpack. Yeah. yeah. So he should get a jetpack. Hey, Why do Jedi's not have jetpacks? I don't know. It's against their code. Anyway, so... <laughs> what are we hate fast code. propulsion? That's a terrible code. Can't fuck, can't get jetpacks. Sorry, guys. Uh, Those are the I'm two out, rules dude. of then the I'm, council. Then I'm a Sith. Qui-Gon's like, well, that's why I have a jetpack. <laughs> so my kid watched this episode with his dad last week. And so he comes back from the weekend and he watches with me. And, he's, he's, and he, he said he screamed. And like me, with like he was just excited. He goes, I knew when I saw that green glow who it was. And I was like, I suspected with the <laughs> yep. X. Well, I said this. I said, yeah, I said this. Like, I knew when I saw the X wing. And he's wow, like, wow, just shut down your <laughs> kid's dreams. I, I didn't Damn know. Right I, did. I didn't know. I was like, oh, why are these guys from the fucking spiders episode here? <laughs> <laughs> what's he gonna fucking do? I was like, what's this X wing pilot gonna do? Space cops. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, what's mustache guy gonna do? <laughs> The Space Highway Patrol. Well, it just wasn't in the brain of like, oh yeah, Luke Skywalker's gonna fucking show up. Oh so, my god, that's so funny. So yeah, we, we all said like predictions talking to each other today, but like, I think we said Luke would make sense, but it would be, have to be done super well. Yeah. Right? And like, you gotta, if you're gonna bring Luke in, rather than like call cast this from the, the Star Wars game, the Fallen Jedi Order, whatever, or you bring in like an Ezra Bridger live action, like People, if, you, if yeah. you bring Luke. Lauren, Lauren was convinced it was gonna be Ezra Bridger, Bridger, and I was like, I don't know why that would make sense though. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, like, if you do Luke, we also like, you gotta go big or go home. You I can't half ass it. I wanted it to be Mace. Lauren also thought <laughs> of uh, Ahsoka, and I was like, it doesn't but make we any just sense. had Ahsoka, so right, why yeah. would that make sense? Exactly. Luke Unless makes the about, Luke honestly makes the most sense. But what about second Ahsoka? Oh, oh, a, a second? <laughs> it's actually actually exiting this time. <laughs> like, oh, we made it up. We brought it back. Oh, in, also guys. the whole uh, uh, so uh, we're at the part where like the they robots punch are the door open, fucking punching the damn. They don't door. have any lasers or anything. Like, They're just punching the door open, just like Uma Thurman style from Kill Bill, just like punching the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> Because we took the human element out of it. That yeah, was the exactly. A human, oh. a human would be like, this is stupid. I'm not going to punch the door open. And a robot's like, ah, I'll get through it eventually. <laughs> Can we talk about how great the soundtrack is in all of these parts oh, with yeah. the uh, fucking robots? Like Ludwig uh, Gorenson's, like soundtrack every time the death yeah. troopers are on screen is like... I mean, I mean, all of the soundtracks. Did great. you see that smug little yeah, look the from arrogance uh, from Gideon? Oh God, because that was like, see, that's like, just you're all gonna die, but me. Everyone in this room will be the, dead. The actors that they've got for this show are like me. a level above what oh, Star yeah. Wars really should be able to get, right? Being a yeah. movie about space lasers. Look at but the, to be fair, Obi Wan Kenobi always, was played by a knight, right? And and um, 
Palpatine is played by uh, Shakespearean actor, right? Exactly. So it's like, especially in the prequels, because like um, Harrison Ford wasn't Harrison Ford before Star Wars. He was mm-hmm. becoming Harrison Ford, but like he was a contractor. He was, he was a, a carpenter. He was a carpenter. Yeah, yeah. he was a contractor. He wanted a few movies, but he was a carpenter, and it was just like, hey, like I'm gonna go to this audition and just read some shit. For and no he was reason. like, look how good looking I am. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you have a they didn't, even ha- they didn't even have, they had him there to read lines to the By actors the way, who were auditioning. Where mm-hmm. did Luke park the X-Wing? Because I thought the thing was blocked. In the middle? There, there was like several entrances to okay, that. Okay, so you found another that. one. And Grogu's like, ears are popping up here like, hey, I know this feeling. I fe- what is this <sighs> feeling? So sudden and new. Did, did his dad kill all my friends? <laughs> <laughs> Punching uh, through the oh, doors. Oh, wait, so the, the archers do have guns. They're like little shotguns. Okay. Hey, where did Luke get his green lightsaber kyber crystal? Kyber crystal. Kyber crystal. It's, uh, it's in the comics of the book. I can't remember which book, but they did show it. But anyway. The Amazon.com. Oh, oh yeah. For, uh, free shipping. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Okay. So, yeah, right here. You, 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 I mean, again, the deep nerds like us, like we're like, oh, fuck, it's, it's, it's Luke because we see the X-Wing, the black cloak. It gives away right there. Yeah, but I think, I think, even we're, we're all kind of like, no way, right? And like, yeah, because yeah, because the, the camera's black and white. They don't give me like hope. still giving you that like. Don't give me hope. Don't tease. give me hope. <laughs> Rebellions are built on hope. <laughs> yeah, they're still in there right and there. Yeah, the green. Yeah, once the green oh, lightsaber shows up, you're like, oh, that's fucking Luke. Yep, I have such a force boner. And then, right now. And, again, and, the, like, and then the big silver buckle. The, the beautiful tease from that's the, the X wing, the, the black and white screen. To all black, you're like, okay, it's Luke, is Luke, but then you're you're wondering for the next solid what three minutes this fucking badass scene is, which is ten times better. I'm sorry, I'll say it's ten times better than the Rogue One Darth Vader scene. I'm sorry, I disagree. It's it's I love this scene. I like different, but this is a great. It's it's more, but it's but it's not the same. Like they're they're both really good for their own reasons. Dude, the, all the muscles in my neck and traps tensed up during the Rogue One scene, dude. I was so jacked. Yeah. It was just, oh! By this way, one is good. Because, Don't get me wrong. I love so this scene. They're, they're, kind of, they're kind of checking boxes in different ways, right? Like, Darth Vader, like, we don't get enough Darth Vader badass moments. But we also don't get enough... Luke fully right. yes. realized. Jedi, yes. Like the by the time we learned it, the Jedi's bad. unfortunately with the sequels, I mean, while I do like things about the sequels, the thing that we do get is like this kind of sad thing of thirty years later, Luke is washed Old, up. Sad, tired. He like, had shit happen to him. Right. But also like prior to that, like, you know, like Lucas didn't do a good job hiring fight coordinators, right? For like the fucking yeah. lightsaber scene. No, so he did not. It was great well, to see like this badass out of Luke we never got to see 30 years prior, 40 years prior. They were prior. good for the time. Were they? Anyway, so. Then well, think of what's a comparative sword fight movie. Then they wait for the door out. to open, like the they wait for the escalator to rise yeah. or whatever here. Ni- 1984, like, what's another movie that had sword fighting in it that we could compare there might have been a county money Cristo, but that's about it i can't think of one mm. so the elevator dings. mask of zorro maybe that's like the Luke 90s dude. Just and then there's out. one way but there's also a mask of zorro but that might be the 60s so there might be because there's you know mask of zorro is an older movie that's the only ones I can think of. Dude, all the force pulling and pushing. And, like, he doesn't even do anything secretive to come out there. He just comes out of the elevator just prepared to kick the shit out of whatever the come because his face. And so, for me, like, this entire time, I'm sitting there like, 
Are they going to show his face, or is it just going to be the hooded cloak? And then, and then we see he crushes his fucking guy. I so, love it. God. so here's the thing. Oh, oh God, because first oh, came. I think you guys know what I like most about Star Wars is like the lore of Jedi and Sith. And I the love Force. the slow turn look of like. Yeah, Grogu, he loves like, it. He's hey, so just like, hey, he's, check it. This is the guy I called. This he's is like, my dude. He's like, I'm going to be so much better than this one day. <laughs> <laughs> what I love most about Star Wars is like the Force and the lore of Sith and Jedi and all that. So like. A room full of human beings is much easier for a Sith to kill because he feeds on the the fear, the, fear. the anger, and the everything and the suffering. Where he just gets stronger as he goes. Whereas a room full of robots is easier for a Jedi to kill because he can be at peace, knowing I'm just destroying machinery. Right, He's so not he can hold he can be more centered and allow the Force to flow hit through him through his peacefulness if he has to kill people he's always going to feel bad about it he's always going to feel some kind of emotions so whereas here he's just it's just me taking apart a robot right it's me just like working on him with some wrenches so so mark hamill was a guest bartender cameo last season and apparently from there really? a whole year it was like an episode five i think they came up with the idea of this ending for season two already like they had planned that far out That's this cool. whole thing and Hamill said, the fact, quote, this is from Twitter, I think I showed you guys, the fact that we kept this idea and scene a secret for over a year is bonkers, is insane in today's age, which is true. Like, yeah. the fact that they, like, the whole team, Favre and Floney are like, if anyone says a fucking thing, you are fucking dead. Listen, I brought back the Marvel series, <laughs> and, like, I just want you to yeah. trust me. <laughs> Like, so, I brought back Iron Man. Like, I brought Iron Man in. Guys, Iron Man wasn't even a superhero anybody cared about before right. I showed up. Guys, now, like, this will be so much better if you just shut your <laughs> fucking mouth. So, to, to me, I think, I think I had said, if they do Luke, I would be down for Sebastian Stan to play the character because, I mean, they look so much alike. And Hamill has actually given, I think it was like three years ago, I saw an interview, Hamill, like, Gave the check off for Sebastian Stan. He's like, look, if he wants to play me, I am totally down. I'll sign off right now. So I can't remember the actor's name right now. It's basically a stunt coordinator. It was, yeah. There was an actor who like stood in. They did a very similar thing to what they did with Tarkin, mm -hmm. where they had an actor who looked fairly like Tarkin, and then did like the face replacement thing. And then they dubbed over Mark Hamill's voice a little bit and like toned it down, so it sounded like he was younger. Yeah. I think Caleb's got to go pee. Yeah. Oh, nice. His uh, small bladder, but I, a big man. Oh, I do too, man. I gotta pee real bad. Oh my god, this is well. Now that Caleb's gone, we can talk about emotions. Uh, <laughs> the heartbreaking uh, this, scene here. This fucking scene, guys. No lie, I genuinely like cried a little bit when yeah. when Mando takes off his mask yeah. and Grogu if, touches if his Grogu face. If Grogu wants to touch your face, you take your damn helmet. Let him touch your damn face. It's not just that. It's like, it's the whole build up to. It's taken basically the better part of 16 episodes to get to the point where, like, I do not take off my mask for literally anything. Anything except living. For anything living. Anything living. Literally, it has to be a pretty big deal when I do it. Yeah. And, like, this is a big deal. Yeah. He's saying goodbye to his adopted son. And he's, 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 remember, the way Luke said it, he was like, he's asking for permission. Yeah. And so, you know, he's asking for that. Cause, and then he's holding onto his leg right there before he goes. It's so fucking cute oh and sad at the same God, time. God, you're such a cute puppy. Yeah. And then, like, he's just like, Ugh. but then, okay. what saves the day in order to turn Grogu around? The cursing robot, as we've mentioned, R2-D2, <laughs> who's fucking like a puppy. He's like, holy shit, we get to keep this thing? Like, he's going nuts, shaking around. I thought Grogu Actually, was... I, so, okay, what is R2-D2 saying right here? I, I can't figure it out. I think he's basically saying, like, hey, 
we're going to take care of you. Don't worry. Hey, if you want to call your dad, I can do holograms. I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. Uh, I do love the digital Luke's face, like the smirk of like, hey, we got this. We're going to take care of him. I also thought of this scene, I thought Grogu was going to jump inside R2. Like, like R2 was going to open a compartment and be like, because he, he's like little. He's got like little legs. What's he going to do? But then, you know, Luke picks him up. And that robe's got to stink, by the way. Grogu's robe. I mean, he's not oh, been bathed oh, so, in a yeah, while. Right? He's been a prisoner. Yeah, Luke's face right here is just like... Yes. Yeah. Who like changed shit. Grogu's diaper in the... In the May the force <laughs> be with you. Also, weird that I'm going to get to train basically baby Yoda. <laughs> weird that I get to train well, him. Well, I saw a meme today that was really funny. It was saying like, hey, uh, Luke can ask uh, Ghost Yoda where the hell he's from and figure out oh, what man. the fuck his species is. Hey, Cove, did it feel good to relieve yourself? I feel about 10 pounds Okay, lighter. well, because I, I now need to do the same. <laughs> yeah. but, All right, so, now that Larry's gone, we can talk about economics, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, we were just saying, like, what did R2 say to Grogu to convince Because we just watched the part where Grogu's, like, still hanging on to uh, Mando's leg. Like, I don't want to go. Well, we, we, know it's, we know it was so vulgar they had to bleep it out of this child show. Well, R2 basically was like, hey, you want me to teach you how to put your dick in some things? <laughs> And then yeah, they walk off with the with the child, and then yeah, like you guys said, like this sets up season three for so many reasons. Right, Peyton Reed, by the way, directed this episode. Fucking brilliant. I don't know who that is. He did Ant Man recently, uh, and he's done like a lot of. Um, I think like uh, the did he do the what is it the the movies with Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, Peyton I like those. Yeah, yeah, like um, like Hot Fuzz yes. and those ones. Yeah, yep. yeah, and Shaun of the Dead. Yep, yep. So. So this sets up uh, season three because they didn't uh, answer the question of like, what do we do with the fucking dark saber whole dilemma here? Like, right. who's ruling Mandalore, guys? Uh, so that's that. And so, in my opinion, I'd rather have the um, Beskar staff. Yeah, you would you? Uh, yeah, no, hard, you right? know what? Mm. I'd rather have them both. Mando has them both. <laughs> What's Bogotan gonna do? Nothing. She's not gonna take it unless Bring it's a it. fight. So, so. I think the the debate is like, is the Mandalorian going to be successful without with without with with less Grogu in it, right? Because there's no way, unless there's a really crazy storyline in between the season that Grogu comes back right away. Because they're not also, I don't think they're going to do more Luke for a while. Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't want them to bring Grogu back into it at least at least for a while, like you said, and it. If they do like you know a short little homage or a short little like toss to the fans, right? I think what people like about Mando is the Western aspect, and I hope we get back to that. I think Grogu was fun, and I think Grogu people loved it, right? Yeah. You know, it's great for little kids. It's great for casual fans. Yeah. It's great for your wife, right? Because it's a cute little green creature. Yeah. But to be honest, I think what makes Mando a good show is that it's a western right it's a man on his own it's a man on his own you know dealing with uh dealing with a difficult galaxy and trying to make his way in the universe right and yeah so we were just saying like next season like can it be still appealing without uh grogu because we wouldn't we wouldn't think grogu will be back for a while and you can't really bring in luke too much because then you take away the whole mandalorian thing so they just um, introduce another species child. <laughs> Mace Windu's kid. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. Who's the Coyote Money's kid? Call it Mace, baby Mace. Another conehead, baby uh, conehead. Baby, 
Uh, <laughs> hold on, who's the one with the, like the mask, like the black mask? Oh yeah, that's Master uh, uh, Master Plocoon. Yeah, Plocoon. Baby Plocoon. <laughs> I am a baby. He has an incredibly deep voice. Just just a tiny little. I am a baby. baby. <laughs> As all babies say. So. <laughs> There is a baby, uh, there is like a young Jabba, there is like a young hut in Clone Wars. Oh, we don't want to no. We don't want to do that again. We don't want a young hut. It's, look, it's shitty. I hate it. Speaking of young hut, though, the end credit scene, fucking Boba. By the way, we, we the all... The book of Boba? We made, we made all this joke during the weekend of like, why Boba Fett wasn't in more than like two minutes in the episode, because like, yeah, Luke's fucking in at the end. That would be weird so, confrontation there. It, and his, and, well, and his Weren't you swallowed by a sand ass? <laughs> and no, his, I got out. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, and his girl is there, and, and she's just like, oh yeah, yeah, Luke Skywalker showed up, and he's gonna be like, motherfucker! <laughs> fucking go back to Tatooine right fucking now, right where it fucking began, I, we're gonna kill that Sarlacc! I actually don't have much beef with Luke. Was Han there? Who? Good. <laughs> I, uh, I I did uh, rewatching that scene today. I was like, this is the most Pirates of the Caribbean scene in Star Wars that I've ever seen. Because like the whole like he sits down in the pirate chair and then his girl like grabs like a big fucking bottle of blue whatever rum. blue and, rum blue rum. Why are all a, the drinks blue in Star you Wars? Take a huge sip of it and 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 just like it's like the most Pirates of the Caribbean look at like. Uh, he's the pirate king, and I am the pirate queen. She's got a leg <laughs> this up. This is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Ming-Na Wen is just like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so, like, again, like, I, the beauty of, like, again, we were, su- I'm I'm sucking Faber and Filoni's dick so much, but, like, <laughs> they are so good at, like, naturally, like, what is the next step? What is the natural next step of this storyline? So, like, Boba, of course, is like, Honestly, I got th- my armor back. Don't forget, it's not just them. The other, there's like five other directors. Oh, for sure. Yeah, let me give them credit too. But like, yeah. but but you're like, but, but they're the heads. They're the show heads, right? Let's be honest, right? Like they're kind of guy the whole thing. They're 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 writers are helping fill in the gaps, which is true. Dave, Dave Filoni especially has like a really good sense of what George Lucas um, wanted intentionally. Well, he's because he worked on Clone Wars and worked directly with George Lucas, particularly on the earlier seasons going into it. Like, he would go to George Lucas and be like, we want to do this. What do you think of this? And George Lucas would be like, I don't like this. I do like this. I think that's a really good direction to go. I don't like this. I do like this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like poetry. It rhymes. It rhymes. But, yeah, but the... But the like, We're all so mean to George Lucas. I, because I, we love him. Baby, I mean to you, Larry. We just want him to do better. I just, but now he doesn't have to. I just like, right. I just like guys, that SNL Bobby Moynihan, George Lucas, like, you will give me a Diet Coke. I just, you, I, Coke. you will I, give me a Diet Coke. You know, if there was one thing that they really could have done in the sequel, uh, the sequel trilogy, is had George Lucas stick on as, like, some sort of creative, yes. um, like, overview. Like, yes. like, the worst part about the sequel trilogy is that there really doesn't seem to be a cohesive... What is... What is... Love... Maybe what is the me? beginning, oh. middle, and end of this? What and George Lucas is fantastic at is is large scale themes, yes. rhyme, circles and circles, and and like just this this arc, right? From from A through through B to C, and and debatable to a certain extent because I will say that watching New Hope, I don't know that Return of the Jedi, all of the things in Return of the Jedi would have been where I thought it was going. Of course not. But like as an overarching theme of like it's about this coming of age and then it's about him learning like this kid learning about who his father really is and then coming to terms with it and like 
yep. you know, coming to peace with well, who his father really is. Like, all that stuff is great stuff. He could have been the person to help. Yes, do that. that. You know what? You know what's missing? I think in a lot of modern movies, honestly, is that traditional storytelling, right? That that on a, that that almost Greek storytelling of like it's either comedy or tragedy, and if it's tragedy, everybody dies, and it's it's like the these really deep, very human themes, and that everything gets a return, well, everything comes back full circle. Have you heard the... Um, the beginning is the same as the end. Like, are you, are you familiar with, like, the, the, like, there's a spectrum, obviously, but, like, the two opposite ends of, like, the types of authors? I don't know. So there's the gardener and the architect. Okay. This is, like, a broad term. Like, uh, J.R., uh, uh, George, George R. R. Martin um, is the one that I'm familiar with, his, like, explanation of this, because he views himself much so as a gardener, where, as a gardener, author you basically are like here are my characters um my and characters grow okay my, my characters begin to go this way and if you've ever had a garden which you do um you you plant the, the seeds and you want it to be a certain way but it kind of is going to be what it's going to be yep and you just kind of tend to you live with it you yeah. live with it you weed it and you try to like tend it and like the same thing happened to your characters they you you plant them and they go through these experiences and sometimes sometimes you wind up in a place where like you never would have guessed that your character was going to go this direction but now that they have they're going to grow in this way and that means that like certain new things can happen to them that you would have never been able to plan right whereas an architect author is going to go the opposite direction they are going to plot out everything that is going to happen they built the framework they put in all the tresses and everything fits that's right and like the characters are probably going to fall like they're going to wind up growing that way because of the framework and like one of one of the flaws with Game of Thrones is that because George R. R. Martin is very much so a gardener type of author, and the showrunners started the show that way, they basically had seasons worth of gardening, right? Where they like it made sense that all these characters grew in this way, and then in the final couple of seasons, they were like, "All right, we have to end it at this place, and now we have to be very structured about how we get them there." And it doesn't it, it doesn't work because you haven't been doing that for six seasons. It doesn't work. That's, that's super interesting. And, and that's I've why, never heard of and that. That's I why read more and that's that. why the six and seven seasons feel so different. Is right. like you're forcing them to grow in this way, and it doesn't work. It's like you ever been to a Ruby Tuesday, and you're like, "Oh, I have all these ingredients. Let's just slop this shit all together." That was the last two seasons. So, and so while, listeners, while, here, here's really good analogies by Larry, and then here's shit ones by what? Andrew. So this is. <laughs> This is the architect and How, the moron. Hang on. How dare you speak of Ruby Tuesday that way? I will burn down every Ruby Tuesdays in a so, hundred mile radius. So to bring it back to Star Wars, since we're talking about Mandalorian, right. Mandalorian <laughs> is, is um, I think the show itself seems to have these overarching frameworks, but like, well, they're writing the entire season at a time. Yeah. It, it doesn't really feel like a gardener type of thing. Really. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It feels very much like a framework. Uh, the sequel trilogy, I would argue, is kind of the worst of both worlds, where each each director is coming in and almost acting as a different gardener. Yep. But there is no framework tying it all together. Yeah. And the only great explanation I've heard for the sequel trilogy is that if you view it purely as like Ray and um, and Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren's like perspectives. You're basically watching um, two people find out, like it's almost like a psychological um, drama of like you're watching a person find out who they really who they think they really are, forming a framework around that, coming into the second movie and like testing that framework 
and realizing like, no, I solidly am this way, even right. though this other person views me this other way. And then the third movie testing that framework that they've created for themselves. Which which makes sense, but then to your point, like you need George Lucas there, you need the architect there because then Finn doesn't need to be yeah. like the you second a, lead. You need some sort of framework. Finn needs to be an ancillary character or someone who supports Ray's growth rather than at first being I, like, oh shit, these two are growing together. And then no, actually Finn's story never matters. A, a known, Finn's a good character. A known trilogy kind of has to have an architect in charge of it. Not right. a guardian. Well, I mean, the original right. trilogy was Agreed. that way, right? Like, Agreed. Because you, you, you know it's Luke's stories about Luke's family and Luke's... Fantasy epi epics are best with a gardener, I think. But, like, set-piece trilogies need an architect because know, there's there's yeah. a known... Like, George R.R. R. Martin, it's funny you say that, he set out to write three books. Yeah, he's nope. now written five and is nowhere near the end. Yeah. Everyone says seven will be the end, but I'm reading the books and I'm looking at them and thinking, I don't see how you end this in two books. So I think it, you know, when you're writing a fantasy epic, Dune, for example, can go wherever you want. You you didn't set you didn't set out to make a three piece, you know, a a, a three stanza poem. You set out to make whatever the fuck you wanted, and here's where we go. Paul Atreides well, and the, does the, whatever. The Star Wars your, uh, expanded universe is a, a good example of like a lot of. There's a lot of architects in place, but it, it winds up becoming this garden, right? Where each each author who writes a particular like series of books or one book maybe that yep. has its own story. Um, there's there's plot development that happens there. There's character development that happens there that carries on. Honestly, you were talking about the we were talking about Yuzun Vong earlier, and like the the like New Jedi Order series is really good in that there are multiple authors in there working to an overarching arc, and there's a lot of character de development that happens over that. And there's it, it's honestly it's a good example of like a, a complete piece of itself. Like, yeah. Like even though there's multiple there's like, authors, there's like 15 books. There's right. like a shit ton of books and multi, like so many authors involved with that. But it all does come to like a, a satisfying conclusion. There's a lot of character development that happens. Right. In it that then like jumps off into like the Hive Wars and like other stuff future down the book line. It sounds like you're okay with the next trilogy that'll be written by Ryan Johnson. Then no thanks. What is Ryan Johnson actually doing? Ryan Johnson is alluding that his next series. Will not have any lightsabers for one. Well, then I'm out. He already like said like, yeah, it's not a big deal. And two, it won't involve anything around the Skywalkers. Well, here's that's a thought. fine. I'm fine with the Skywalkers being done. Well, here's a thought too. Like this trilogy that or this trilogy, this Mandalorian series we're watching right now, the only lightsabers that have happened have been Ahsoka and Luke Skywalker. Eh, the dark saber. Oh, that's true. If none of those had happened, would we have been satisfied? Probably. Because what I was just saying, Andrew, I don't know if you're here, but what I think is best about Mando is that it's a bit different, right? It's instead of it, it's a Western, it's set in space and there's blasters and there's armor, but it's a Western that all the Western tropes are there. I mean, the first season is like Shane. It's basically Shane. I don't know if you've ever seen Shane, but it's one of the best no. Westerns ever. It's incredible. You should watch Shane. Okay. We, we watched it in like this weird high school literature class I had. Mr. Shar. I love Mr. Shar. Anyways. It's it's incredible and it's very similar. It's a it's a gunslinger protecting a child and a family and a homestead. Um, so yeah, I, I would have been satisfied. I'm happier that there were lightsabers. I'm happier that Ahsoka was in there. But you can make 
Mando good. You can make a good series without any of that. They did that in the first season. Anyway. The only well, time we got the darks was literally the very, very, I, very end. I yep. think we're we're about to have multiple series. So, man, if listeners, if you haven't seen all of the uh, all of the announced properties coming out from what was for, it Disney for, stock or Disney yeah, Invest, Disney or? plus it was the Disney stockholders meeting um, yeah. and it was basically like all the Disney and Marvel stuff coming out but there's so many there's so many Star Wars properties coming out I mean there's an entire Andor the Bad Badge like the oh Bad Badge from Clone Wars so there's like a bunch of clone troopers who are like Django offsets essentially mm-hmm. um, that'll be a series the Ando Andor Cassian so like the Cassian yep. character from Rogue One Hayden Christensen's coming back for Obi-Wan yeah sweet so that one will obviously have lightsabers <laughs> the Andor one debatable Andor Cassian probably yeah. won't have one there's a Rogue Squadron movie coming out that uh, is being directed by the uh, uh, Patty woman, Jenkins by Patty Jenkins who directed Wonder Woman yep that probably won't have any lightsabers unless Luke Skywalker shows up as a cameo in it right um and there's a there's a Rangers one like uh like New Republic Rangers essentially yep. that may or may not have like there are probably multiple Star Wars things coming out that won't have lightsabers in it right and that will be fun this, 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 it's a I big would universe. Love then, what I would love then is one series or something delving into and, and maybe this is just too too niche for the broad audience that Disney wants but I would love something delving into the Sith and the Jedi and the Force, right? I really want that. That's what I like, and I would like to see like the origins of the Force, the different aspects well, of the Force, doing the that. living they, Force. They're doing the uh, I love Qui Gon. Yeah, oh, they're doing the I'm, High Republic, High Republic. Book, yeah, buddy, but they're books. I'm no, 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 they're doing they're doing a series too. Caleb, I'm excited for you to get to like some of the like Lori type of episodes of Rebels and Clone Wars. Like, yeah, I'll get there, dude. I promise you, I'll get there. There are like some, like, all right, we're gonna do some like deep, like, temple shit. You're gonna get in some lore, and you're like, I have have Christmas vacation coming up, and then I have the birth of my son. So, my son and I will be sitting around while Zoe's resting, watching Star Wars, and I'll be whispering into his ear. About the force and the, the nature of the living force and the gray Jedi. Force, baby Caleb. And the the two. That the two aspects are dipoles held in constant tension, and without one, the other can't exist. And then you'd be whispering, I am with the Force, the Force is one with me. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. <laughs> and then randomly, like, Zoe's going to walk, and he's going to put a little bag over his head, and the baby's going to cry and be like, what are you doing? Zoe, does he have the, fa- <laughs> does he have the face of a friend? <laughs> Uh, but but, but, but the, to wrap up Mandalorian and, and the book of Boba Fett, I mean, so we're talking about like, sorry, I'm doing Pirates of the Caribbean because that's what it is. This is the tale of Captain Boba Fett. What if Boba Fett just gets really fat, like Jabba Fett? It's just like it's the destiny of anyone who sits in this chair. You get fat. Yeah, Jabba, Ben Fortuna, Jabba the Fat. You have to fit. You have to fill the the chair. You have to literally fill it. So. Booby fat, am I right? Booby fat, am I right? What if they do Finnick's character really bad, and instead of her being Finnick as it is, but like she becomes that little like Fanic. No, what's that, what is that little creature that's like always with John? Like, oh, that little rat thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, salacious crumb. She becomes <laughs> that. Salacious crumb. Salacious crumb. <laughs> <laughs> What if, uh, because of Finnick and Boba, they're like, you know what? No more female slaves. We're going to have both men and women Oh, slaves. yeah. She shot that Twilight slave free. Yeah. 
Yeah. She was as like, as long as they're in slutty gear, I don't care if it's no, dudes it's, or it's chicks. Like, it's like Price is Right. You guys watch Price is Right now with Drew Carey? They have both yes. male and female models, right? And it's they're like all this. hot, though. As yeah. long as they're hard bodies, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate anybody. That's fine. <laughs> Man, woman, whatever. You're, you're hot. Hey, if you're in shape. <laughs> if you got abs, but is if is it abs are hot Lauren, on any frame? Is it Mandalorian in already? You know, them, do them, just... <laughs> cum gutters are hot on any. Does Mando guys? Does Mando have cum gutters? <laughs> yeah, Mando's yoked. <laughs> is yeah. he? We would never know. He's wearing armor all the time. We'll never know. I love that all armor ever in anything has like very defined pecs. Like like a guy's got serious separation. Sure. It's like, that's so hard to develop. Even Bo Katans, she's just like yes. Bam. <laughs> get them get them boob separation armor. All armor designers are just kind of pervs. <laughs> yeah, no, that is definitely a fact. Um, this is the way. <laughs> so yeah, so with so Mando, we talked about. I think we well, you both were out there one at a time. I think we talked about like you have to go back to Mandalore for Thursday. They set that up perfectly. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. and eventually, the showdown of Bo-Katan and Mando is going to happen, whether we like it or so, not. Something's going to happen. I I think the subverting expectations will be if something occurs to not allow them to fight. Also, behind the scenes, did you see that? Uh, it was just announced today that Pedro Pascal just re-signed for season three. Good. Oh, good. Like, but I thought he's like, very good. But uh, no, I agree. But, but to, I, I thought it was interesting. That it wasn't like a long term deal. To be fair, he's not always he's not always in the mask. There's like two yeah. other stunt, stunt uh, but you have to have his voice. Him. You know, like it's so like him right, yeah. that does it well. It's sure. it's really impressive. Um, let's get Jason Statham to do it. Especially three actors playing that one character. Yeah, it's really impressive for an actor of Peter Pascal's standing, which is like. Okay, he's not an A-list guy, but like he's been in some stuff. He's well known to to go and take a role where you're just in a suit and no one sees your face. Like that's possible to affect his future career. And I don't know, man. I respect him for it, and he's done a great job. I'm yep. happy about it. Oh, him. he's gonna be he's gonna be huge after Wonder Woman this Friday on Christmas on HBO Max because he's the main villain. On what now? That's cool. In uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, he's the main villain. He's a uh, Maximil uh, Maxwell Lord. I'm sorry, say, say the title. Wonder Woman 84. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it comes out Christmas Day. Do so. you have to have... You have to have Either you have to have a city... Do you have the time? You have to have a city that has a movie theater open, which we only have one, and I don't think they're going to show that, or you have to have HBO Max, which Caleb's already bumming my HBO Max, so he's nope, good to go. I'm bumming your HBO regular. I don't have your oh, HBO Max. Can I use your HBO Max? It, it, it upgrades our HBO Max automatically. You have to update the app. Hey, let me get that HBO okay. Max. Okay. Do I have to re-log in? No. Well, How do I so. update the app for my Roku television? Uh, this is Roku have, Tech Support have, with uh, Andrew Van. Yeah, Hello, this is Roku you might, Tech you Support. Might have to download the app with the same login and all that. Or, yeah, you have to just update the app. Because that's what happened to my Fire Stick. It updated the app from HBO Go to HBO Max. And that's the same thing with Apple TV. It just updated the app. So, anyway. Uh, so, with Mando, we talked about, yeah, it's going to go, obviously, Mandalorian, uh, Mandalore. Uh, Book Buffett, any uh, expectations for we wrap up? Aside from him being fat, I really hope Boba just does a bunch of um, jetpack rocket launcher stuff. Really would appreciate <laughs> lots and lots of shots of that. What if it's just a big heist show? Like that would actually like, be sick, dude. That's yeah. another trope. And those are other movies that I love. It's a, it's a crime boss. Boba is just stealing stuff I, and breaking yeah. in places. Say, yeah. I would love to see some sort of series that's just like Coruscant underbelly. Yeah, dude. It's just, it's that. a it's a 
world of a trillion people, oh. one giant city. What if we got fucking uh 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 uh, Law and Order Coruscant. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, and, like, this is an entire universe. And we can do Briscoe, whatever genre and, we want. And it's Briscoe and Green. If they go, just go. bring back those uh. two actors. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta, bring Ice, you gotta bring Ice Cube back. Oh, that's SVU. Or Ice T. Ice T. Ice T. Ice T. Just like, I mean, like, you telling me? Now you telling me you that telling death me? sticks can fuck up a person? <laughs> you're telling me she was selling her body for death sticks? <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's you're, what you've been a cop for 40 years. <laughs> this is surprising to you. Oh, man. Speaking of that joke, much love to John Mulaney, who I just read has uh, admitted himself into rehab. So good for him. No way. For what? He has Caffeine. an addiction problem, seriously. So, Wait, he has what? An addiction problem. I think to it's to, like just milk. Yeah. His mother's teeth. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Well, shit, man. His I'm mother's teeth. I'm sorry to hear that he's struggling with no, addiction. No, it's a good thing, though. He self-admitted himself. So that's a good thing that he's aware of the science and he's going to take care of himself. I, I, I respect that. All right. We have talked over two hours about Star Wars, Mandalorian, and... And, and other things, too. <laughs> so many other things. Uh, and you both have taken a piss break during this time. I love it. So... Uh, this will be released in a two Andrew, episodes. how have you not needed to pee yet? I've peed so many times already in front of you. Oh my god, there's a puddle a under you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a puddle under him. I know, and I had ribs before you guys came, and I'm just like stirring it up in my stomach right now. Hey, you didn't save me any? No. I gotta give you the recipe there. I made it in the Instant Pot, and the bones fell off as I was boiling it. It's good. That sounds delicious. It was, and it only took me like 45 minutes stops. I love so, ribs. It's fucking great. Uh, this has been fun. This has been a dream to just banter about Star Wars over two hours. I uh, appreciate the puzzle book from Larry. I also appreciate the yeah. Thrawn book from Caleb. Now I have more things to take on a road trip. Uh, and unfortunately... and, and Don't read and drive. No, here's my prediction, right? We just can't... We, we, I, I stopped showing you the Pittsburgh Steelers game against the Cincinnati Bay with Cincinnati. It was 17-0 at halftime. Now Ben yeah. finally found receivers to catch the ball. And now it's 10-17. It's a comeback coming out here. All right. He fucking sucks. Ben Roethlisberger is done. I'm so angry. You He's know. not that bad. His nervous receivers outside of Juju can't catch, apparently. So, All right. So that being said, we're going to wrap this up. Please uh, subscribe to us. Give us a review and like us on whatever you listen to, whether it be Google Play, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, everything you're already hearing on Voice on. Even Amazon Echo has the web, uh, the podcast right now, so you can just ask your Echo to just Damn. play us right there. Hmm? Listener, if you've been listening for all two hours, like it's gonna be it's gonna be separate two episodes. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. okay. there's no way the the bandwidth. Blah, 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 Listener, if you've that. marathoned both of these episodes <laughs> through two hours, we thank good you. On you and Merry we, Christmas. We thank you. and We appreciate your support so much. You have no idea to the listeners that we have apparently in different wor- uh, regions of the of the world. Albania. We, we still have Albania. I, I can't find Albania. Albania. <laughs> we want you back. Uh, we, we have listeners in Ireland, China, and I think I saw some. Somewhere uh, in Germany. In Surely France. these are just like Bots. VPNs, right? Well, you know, boys, I'll tell you this. I had an offer to be part of a network of a company out in Germany. No way. And they you know, they liked our other podcast, which I'll plug right now, One Star Reviews. <laughs> You'd fit right in, Larry. Wait, wait. For our One Star Reviews of the city of Greenville, <laughs> yeah. South Carolina. Well, right, bitch. This is a BMW thing. This has got to be a BMW <laughs> tie-in. They're going to find you, Larry. Um, and take back your jacket. Are you, of pick, your... are you picking on my jacket and my no, no, no. no I'm picking haircut? on your haircut and your um, your blue eyes. Yeah, I'm very opinions blonde. on race. I don't have opinions on race. I know except you're for which ones. Are <laughs> no. Okay, we need to end this. Asian is the best. We gotta stop this. And done. Uh, <laughs>